0: Thanks to Cry Malt, this is Radio Brews News. My name is Matt Kirkegaard, founder of Australian Brews News, and for the second time running I'm joined in the house by my good friend, colleague, and all-round good, good beer collaborator Pete Mitchum. Pete, welcome into the, hu- into the hood. Again, and regular. This is two in a row. A little bit late last together. week. The, the commitments of uh, the exhibition and...
1: Uh... It is fair to say that, uh, listeners, you are getting this week the show bag sized or sample bag sized uh, Radio Bruges News live from just on the outskirts of the uh, Royal Exhibition showgrounds here in, in Brisbane. Not no, the Royal Exhibition
0: building. Building. Not, <laughs> yes, <laughs> completely separate. From the ECCA. And uh, yeah, no, we uh, did get the podcast up last week. Um and it's been a busy time since then. It would be fair to say that we've been busier than a one armed bricklayer in Beirut. Uh, exactly,
1: very much so. Um, and hello to our good friend Mazen Hajar. Mahaba.
0: Sorry Mazen. for misspelling your name in the uh, we'll fi- show notes. We'll, we'll fix that up in edit. That's I believe one. James uh, actually already has. Bit of feedback. Will we, save, will we do that now or will we save no, that no, to mailbag?
1: A teaser. A teaser, yes. A bit like a
0: sample bag. <laughs> Although,
1: unlike an actual sample bag, it's not. we're, we're not going to tease you in with making it look like it's really good inside, outside, but it's actually shit inside, we will actually give you something good later on. And thank you for losing us our G rating. Oh, the G rating. Sorry, kiddies. uh, lucky. can we have our first beep? Actually, if we get a beep, can we have it like a beer-related one? Could it be like a... Like a can okay. or something like that.
0: Yeah, we've never needed it in sixty-five or sixty-six shows, but no, that's true. We we'll, we we haven't produced. Now we never like, had a producer before, and he can do these things. But uh, yeah, no, look, not not too much news. Well, th- th- there is news, obviously. Um, uh, big campaign launch, uh, category campaign launch by Lion Nathan. Lion beer, the beautiful tree. or oh, Lion. Sorry, yes, it is Lion these the days. Yeah, it's formerly known as Lion Nathan, and we, which is. The topic of our podcast tonight, so we might just go straight into that. Um, we caught up at a very unbearly hour, as we say in the podcast, um, seven o'clock yesterday morning, uh, on the breaking of the announcement. We spoke to Matt Tapper uh, about the campaign, and uh, this is what we talked about. You know, Be the beautiful
2: truth is really just the start of, I think, uh, a bigger and ongoing conversation around around beer, um, and what we're wanting to do is. In essence, I suppose, busts and myths. You know, um, as you guys would be aware, uh, you know, everyone or a lot of people in the industry uh, that's really passionate about beer, I think feels that at times, you know, beer gets a bit of a bad rap. So we want to bust some myths. um, And a big part of that matters to, you know, um, in essence, share a lot more facts about beer, especially from a nutritional point of view. Um, And to kick that off, we're going to put nutritional information panels um, on, on all of our own brands. Um, we're going to kick off you know, with, with more than about 90 percent of our brands in the next week or two, and then over the next 18 months, have it on 100 percent of our brands. So um, a pretty big, pretty big move. Uh, it's been, um, you know uh, a significant journey to put us into a position where we can do that. But really, I think, you know, Bear the Beautiful Truth, the first chapter for us is is, is really having a good, honest conversation about some facts and busting some myths. Um, like, for example, you know, all of our bears are preservative free and, you know, most of them on average are 99.9% sugar free. So we think we've got a, a big, honest conversation to have and we're really looking forward to
0: that. That's, I mean, that's one of the big things that I get, uh, and, and Pete and I both get when we're out doing tastings. Oh, you know, beer is so full of preservatives. But recently, with, with the advances in brewing, um, you know, the, the primary preservative that was ever used was something to remove the oxygen or sort of mop up the oxygen in beer. Um, and the, the brewing process has gotten to the stage that we don't need that. And it's been some time since most beers have required any form of uh, you know, sulphide in it to to, to do that. How damaging is that perception to beer, do you think? Well, I think, you know, I think you
2: raised a couple of good points, Matt. Um, you know, I think the, the first point to make here is that the beautiful thing about this is that, is that we're not changing our beers. This isn't about changing the beer. This is just about us being in a position to more accurately communicate what's in our beers. And that's about putting, you know, the nutritional information panels on, um, on our brands, on our products. Um, and I think, you know, that's, that's consistent with, I think, a growing need out there for people wanting more information about what they're consuming so they can make sort of more informed choices about what they drink. Um, and I think no doubt, um, you know, that, that no doubt there's some misinformation out there. So, for example, we know that uh, more than 7 out of 10 people want more information about the, the drinks that they're consuming. They want more nutritional information. Uh, they think that that information should be on the labels, so we're gonna offer that. At the same, at the same time, guys, we know that um, close to seven out of 10 people also think beer is fattening and the majority of them think the reason for that is that it's full of sugar, and that's just not true. So I think by putting the information on the packaging, And uh, in that moment, allowing consumers to make more informed choices, I think that's a big tick. And then secondly, I think um, we're going to bust some myths in the process.
0: Did did your research touch on um, how these perceptions came about, you know, what it was historically or, you know, how people came to think of, you know, beer as being, you know, full of sugar, for example? Um, do, Do we know where that myth started?
2: Well, I, I, um, you guys are probably in as good a position as me to hypothesise why that is. Um, I think one of the, one of the, I suppose, hypotheses that we've got is that we know that there's some, you know, some natural sugars that come from the malted barley. We know that in some beers, um, cane sugar is used as an ingredient. But I think what is misunderstood is that. Um, in the fermentation process, all of that sugar, or 99.9% of it, on average is, is you know, is gobbled up by the yeast and, and converted into alcohol. So, I think, you know, um, you know, I, I can't put my finger on why that myth exists, right? But I think there is some, you know, there's some there's some truth in the fact that sugar is a part of the process. Where there isn't any truth is that um, there's, there's, there's a significant amount of it, you know, left in the product, so to speak, when it's consumed. Um, so, you know, that's that, that's that's my perspective. What we do know is an outcome of that is is that um, is that you know um, a lot of a lot of Australians do think beer is fattening, um, and the primary reason for that is they believe is that it's got lots of sugar in it, and that's just not not accurate
0: that 's uh, i mean it's something i've written a little bit about, and uh, your one of one of your competing uh, one of your competitors' products has recently come out talking about how you know much lower you know it's eighty percent lower in uh, carbs, which to me is suggesting you know but by saying that this beer is much lower in carbs is suggesting that all other beers are higher in carbs, and so it's, it's almost saying well yes you're right about. Those other beers, they are bad for you. So you've got to drink this one if you want one that's good for you. Is is it, I mean, is that something you guys agree with um, in coming up with this marketing? Yes, I think it's a it's a good question,
2: Matt. Um, you know, at the end of the day, right? That's a that's a question for um, you know that's a question for our competitors for Cub. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my perspective is that I think we've got a. We've got to do a better job at taking a step back and and um, better championing the the beer category <laughs> per se. We've got to do a better job, whether we're a small brewer, whether we're a big brewer at talking up all that which is great about beer. Um, you know we talk a lot about its great history. I think we've also got to start talking about it in the way which makes it a bigger part of the future, you know a bigger part of a more progressive Australia. And I think part of that is we've got to be more transparent. We've got to be we've got to be very honest. Um, and when you talk about you know your point around I suppose low carb beers, in hindsight, I'd argue we probably did miss a bit of bit of a trick because we were a part of that. In that, in that you're right. All well, I know all of our beer brands right are less than four percent in carbs. So beer per se generally is low in carbs. But you know, we have picked on a subset of the, of, the, of the category and had a conversation about that. Um, I think what we've got to do is take a step back and talk about the fact that um, you know, we can say with confidence that our brands are on average 99.9% sugar-free. Um, you know, we've got the calorie counts on all of our products. We know that, for example, you know, 4X Gold, the leading brand in Australia, is about you know 110 calories, right? So I don't know. You walk into a bar, someone's drinking a bottle of Forex Gold. It's about 110 calories. A glass of red wine's about 130 calories. So I think we can have those honest conversations. Um, we can we can talk about and celebrate the fact that that you know our brands don't have preservatives. Um, but I think it, the more we do that, um, the more we do that at a category level. Uh, the better because I think beer per se is what gets a bad rap and uh, if we start diving down into the details of, of any given brand all the time then possibly that gets in the way of, of what is a what is a bigger celebration or what we would say is is more so the beautiful truth about the category.
0: It's funny that you mention uh, the the comparison with wine because it's something that's often made is that beer has fewer um, calories than wine, but the wine drinkers always say, uh, oh yes, but we drink much less wine. But you know, my observation is that if you're out with a group of people and you have uh, three or four beers, they're going to have three or four wines. So there's just this perception, oh, but I only have one glass of wine or I only have two glasses of wine, but everyone drinks a six pack of beer. Yeah. How hard is it to to, to tackle that perception? You know, that the wine is the thing you only have a little bit of. When you know, well, once the bottle's open, people tend to finish the bottle.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, Matt, as you as you'd know, and we, you know, we experience. I mean, it, it, everyone makes their own choices, um, and um, so I think it's you know, rather than I think getting too hung up on on. RTDs or spirits or wine or whatever whatever other category. I think, I think what we can do about beer is celebrate the fact that there's a misconception around, around the likes of calories and sugar. Um, calories is, is really related to the alcohol content, right, regardless of the, whether it's a beer or a wine or a spirit. So if you want to count your calories, you've really got to be thinking about the alcohol content. And we do know that um that from a beer point of view, beer is a pretty pretty moderate form of alcohol generally speaking, you know we are we are we're low in alcohol full strength what four and a half to five percent um, alcohol by volume mid three and a half percent light two and a half percent so I think if we get the message across that if you if, if you're wanting to have a think about the calories you're consuming, you need to be considering. The amount of alcohol you're consuming, and standard drinks really is the is I think the greatest way of getting your head around that. Um, I think the more we could do also in educating people around what is a standard drink, um, I think suddenly that gives people a bit of a, I suppose a roadmap or a way to 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 better moderate and manage their you know manage their consumption for a, for a healthy lifestyle.
1: Matt the. um the, the beer, the beautiful truth uh, program is yeah. is centred around uh, panels um, on your your packaged product. How yeah. are we how are we looking at? Um, obviously, a lot of beer in Australia is consumed over the bar. Is there a supplementary um, sort of information guide, or uh, in terms of you know your on premise um, retail sales, that sort of thing, where people are buying a pot or a schooner, where they can. Uh, you know, is there a coaster or is there uh, you know, some sort of material available in, in the bar?
2: Yeah, so, yeah, it's a good question, Pete. So, we, we um, over, over the next week or two, um, uh, our brands are going to start leaving our breweries um, with all of the uh, nutritional information on their packaging, okay? And that's going to happen on bottles, cans, six-packs, Cartons, uh, bottle tops, all sorts of all sorts of types of packaging. So um, you know, um, you know, running into the thousands in terms of the the, the changeouts that we've got to we've got to execute. So significant significant job done by our brewers and our breweries in making that happen. So that's I suppose the the the, the first bit to make sure that. Um, when the product's in hand, uh, drinkers can make a more informed choice about what they're, what they're drinking. To back that up, um, to your question, to back that up, uh, in a couple of months' time, once we've got product out in the trade, in bottle shops, in pubs, etc., um, this will then go to another phase, which will be a significant, um, I suppose, advertising and promotional campaign. So significant outdoor advertising, um, significant um, uh, advertising at point of purchase. So point of sale, and and that will be uh, in bottle shops and retailers, and that will also be in pubs and clubs. So that will get down to tap tap talkers, um, bar mats, that will start having conversations around um, the fact that our beers are you know, on average, 99.9% sugar-free. The fact that these beers have no preservatives, etc., and then all of that advertising will encourage people to go to com And at the com there will be everything in terms of more depth of content around our brands, our ingredients. Um, uh, nutritional comparisons between other alcohol categories. So that 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 live that uh, site guys has already gone live. I think we went live yesterday. So we're we just you know massive exercise. We, we wanted to get our packaging done done first and get it in market. Then we want to start a bigger conversation with I suppose you know the Australian public via advertising. And within we, we wanted to make sure that if, if if they had any anything else they wanted to uh, to know or they wanted to dig deeper then they could go to a website which is I think is as, as extensive or as deep as anyone's ever gone
0: do you worry a little bit Matt that being first out with this and being a, a leader in putting you know a, a, a number on on your bottle that people are going to look at your bottle and say oh there's 450 uh, kilojoules in in a stubby of forex gold and pick up the a competing product and there's no information they think oh 454 sounds bad so I'm just going to go with the one that doesn't scare me
2: yeah I think I mean there's always um it's a good question Matt there's always you know risk with these things um, I mean we we talk at uh, we talk at line about taking moderate risks so I suppose what is moderate uh you know we've as you can imagine, we've researched this extensively, um, and everything that everything we see suggests that there's a lot more upside than downside. Um, to be honest, we, we 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 we've tried to, or we have stepped above it at, at, a, at a category level. So we haven't looked, we haven't got got stuck in looking at our brands versus you know the nutritional makeup of others. Um, the reality is is that you know across the industry you know whether they're our competitors or whether you're big breweries or small breweries or whether it's me or you guys, we've all got those four core ingredients in common right water, hops, barley and yeast throw in a fair bit of passion um, and across the industry uh, you know there's a lot of consistency so so whilst we can with confidence talk about uh, the nutritional makeup um, uh, of our brands, um, then you know you've also you, you'd assume you've got to have confidence in, in, in beer across the across the industry, um, and I think you know I think consumers will you know all we we believe consumers or drinkers will appreciate uh, having the information, and I just hope beer gets the kudos for that. Uh this isn't about the brands. it's not about line. It's more about um, you know we've got to do more of this as an industry and we we got to a point where we thought, well um, uh, you know what 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 is it we can influence? It's our brands, so let's get on and do that and and then I think with bear the beautiful truth, you know, I'd hope in time that that it's an industry platform. Um, you know, everyone's welcome to get involved and be a part of that conversation. But, you know, Matt, seven out of seven, it goes back to that key fact, I suppose, seven out of 10 people are saying they want more information and they'd, they'd like it on their packaging. So, you know, in essence, I think that's good enough for us.
0: It, it, it's great to see that all of this information is going to be on the bottle and the can. Are we going to see other sort of more subliminal messages um, about the healthfulness of beer? And, and I'm not being smart when I say this, but you know, I think of the forex gold um, commercials where you've got four, um, should we say, rather well nourished gents sitting around a campfire or on a fishing trip. You know, they're, they're, they're certainly, you know, not the, the slimmest blokes around. Um, and, and I guess that's sort of a, there's very good marketing reasons for that. Yeah. But, you know, we see the, the, the four Forex guys, you know, losing a bit of weight um, over the, the the coming months and, you know, going to the gym to sort of show that beer doesn't, you know, yeah. that you can enjoy a beer and still shed the pounds? Yeah, that's a good question, right? Fair question. I think, you know, we
2: try and, you know, like for Forex Gold, I suppose, at the end of the day, we, 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 you know, we want to entertain and we want to sort of reflect, you um, you know community society, whatever you want to call it, you know our drinkers and do that in a positive way. Um, and I think I think you know we, we've got to continue to have a conversation around you know a, a, a healthy lifestyle is really a balance of um, what you drink, what you what you eat, how much you exercise, you know um, and I think we've got to be a part of that because I think I think bear gets too much of a rap in terms of you know we are responsible for. Uh, or perceived to be, you know, the drinking is responsible for, for a less than healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, I think we're all big believers that it's, it's all in moderation and it's a balance between drinking, eating and exercising. Um, and then I think, man, I think in terms of our advertising, probably three, you know, I tend to look at, get, at getting sustainable growth in our category in three ways. I think we've got to do more as a category in an industry. So like Be The Beautiful Truth, Part one, part two. I think you're right. We've got to we've got a better market our brands and reflect a future that we all aspire to. So we got we got to better, you know, collectively better market our brands and reflect a future Australia, a more diverse Australia, um, a, a different a different. Um, we you know, younger adults these days are different to the days that we were 22 you know, an ageing Australia as well, we've got to ref- respect and reflect. And then the third bit is we've got to innovate differently, and we've got to innovate. Um, we've got to innovate in ways that further celebrate what's great about beer, further highlight the, um, further highlight, you know, uh, nutrition, uh, further improve what we're doing with carbs and, and calories, etc. cetera. So um, further take opportunities around you know, lower strength or lower ABV beer brands that taste great. So, category brands and innovation. I think we've got to do all those three three things. And yeah, you're right. A part of that is we've got to um, we've got to continue to advertise in a more
0: progressive manner. And and, and I guess that's the the, the real track, uh, the, the real trick, and the real um, difficulty for you guys is that Forex has been very good at reflecting, you know, the you know the, the 4 gold drinker, um, which you know, may have a legacy in some of those old views of beer um, and, you know, celebrating the dad bod or, you know, blokes who, you know, have, have the dad bod um, really. And, you know, it, it, it's very difficult to take a brand, I would imagine, and project something more aspirational if that's not in keeping with... You, you know what what is a huge brand and you know if you tinker with a huge brand you can do a lot of damage i'd imagine yes yeah, spot
2: on and I, I think you just you know that's why you have i suppose a number of brands right that play different roles but we forest forest gold is you know is wonderful in that i think it celebrates a great part of um the australian culture right you know time away with mates if you want to you know we call it the you know, the, um, you know, being sort of good as gold and just, you know, getting away and relaxing and spending, you know, spending good time with people that you you want to spend time with. Right. And, you know, let's, let's also acknowledge that that brand is is the biggest in the country and that's three and a half percent in alcohol. So that's done a wonderful job, but also I think moderating and in its own way progressing the way that we drink and consume beer. Um, Will will it continue of, to evolve? Uh, absolutely, it will. Will it will it will it radically or significantly do do something different? No, it no, it won't. But there's there's other brands that also need to play a role in in playing their part, right? Because we need to we need to respect and reflect, I suppose, all
0: all parts of you know Aussie lifestyle that that we love. So, um, just just looking at the website, uh, be the beautiful truth uh, dot com. Looking at the truth about nutrition, it makes a nice little uh, point of you know, uh, all beers featured on this website, um, which is looking at the line, beers I'd imagine is 80 to 174 kilo, uh, calories. Um, 2,080 calories is the uh, Australian New Zealand food standards code for the average daily intake recommended for adults. And uh, then you make the nice point that 3.5% uh, uh, median strength, full in flavor. Um, the majority of calories come from alcohol content, so replacing full strength beer with mid to low strength beers can be a great way to help reduce your uh, calorie intake. It's a very good message for a whole range of reasons, but it really is a a, a very nice reinforcement for the Forex Gold um, mid strength uh, brand. I would imagine.
2: Yeah, I think it. Is. I, I think it is. I mean, I think again, we're not. You know, we're not trying to. In all honesty. Necessarily position any brands in a certain way. Um, we hope that, we hope that be we we hope that I think by being transparent, you know people are going to make their own choices, which is great. And I think Matt and Pete, as as more information gets out there, I think it will also encourage the industry to innovate in a in a particular way. And 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 that should be consistent with Australians increasingly wanting to live. Uh, moderate and healthy lifestyle. and I think bear is is incredibly well placed to um, to, to position itself um, in the context of you know of living that healthy lifestyle and 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 beer being a you know beer being a, a really good moderate um, choice when you want to have a want to have a drink. does Forex gold um, equal all that as well? yeah, it does. but I think I think all,
0: all of the all of the brands in the market, um, in their own way, sort of contribute to that. Uh, just reading the the, the media release, you, you you stress that this relates to you know there's 887 million bottles of beer will carry the information. Yeah, but it's uh, limited to the wholly owned Australian beer portfolio. So I understand. I, I take it to mean that they're the the brands that you own and control, and some of your uh, brewed under license brands um, won't be carrying this message.
2: Yes, yeah, so although they, they won't be they won't be to start with. Um, so I think, yeah, we're going to kick off with over, I think, 90% of our own brands, you know, by volume. Um, and that includes, that includes Kieran, uh, which is fantastic. In terms okay. of, in terms of um, our, um, our partners in, um, you know, ABI, Heineken, et cetera, um, I think, you know, there's a lot of work going on in this space globally. They're really excited and interested in what we're doing, and they're they're they're, they're watching with real interest. Um, probably comes back to my first point. It was it was hard enough to get all of this over the line in terms of what we own and can influence. Yeah. Let alone to kick off with with bringing our other partners on board at the same time. So I, I'm I'm confident and hopeful um, that that they will be a part of it. Um, but you know, ultimately, that's a, that's a question for them. But we're we're just going to start off, Matt, with what we can influence, and you know, and sometimes you just got to to jump in the deep end a little bit and go. Well, someone's got to start start this. Someone's got to take the plunge, um, and then we're just hopeful that that um, that the more you know, the more partners, competitors, customers. Republicans, whatever, that want to join this conversation, the better.
0: And hope that the crocodile takes the last man and not the first one across. <laughs> You're a good man. G- just very quickly, you, you talked about uh, Forex being about you know, celebrating mates and uh, getting away. Forex Island, uh, we- we're soon to see the uh, curtain come down on Forex Island. Um, Pete and I are great mates and uh, we like to get away. Would there be any chance of recording a podcast from uh, up at Forex Island before it, it uh, goes back to Goat Island? But Matt and Pete I'm sure
2: I'm sure there is, I'm sure that opportunity exists so uh, let me take a note so I appreciate <laughs> appreciate your guys support for the industry right so I'm sure we can make that happen Forex Island has been great um, you know all, all good things in a way need to come to an end it's been a great chapter in gold's history so we're looking forward to um, we're looking forward to celebrating the end of that and 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 um, you know um, Passing Backwaters or what was originally Pumpkin Island. Oh, Pumpkin, sorry, not Goat Island, sorry. Goat Island, Pumpkin. sorry about that. That's right. that's right. Um, so, yeah, but we can uh, we can talk about that for sure.
1: <laughs> We're happy to take the last two, like, discount tickets, as long as it's, a, it's not a one-way. <laughs> yeah. As long as the last one is the two. <laughs> exactly. Have you sit down the back end as well?
0: Thank you, guys. Good on you, Matt. Thank you very much for being so generous with your time on a very busy day, and uh, all the best with... Uh, uh, beer the beautiful truth. Yeah, appreciate it. and thanks. You know, really appreciate your support
2: and I- I- anything you can do to help would be much appreciated.
0: In the garden, what a garden! Brews News is made possible by Brewpack, Australia's number one craft contract brewer. With over one hundred craft beers and ciders on the roster and counting, Brewpack specialises in offering growing craft breweries a home for their packaged and keg beer, no matter how crafty. Serious about handmade beers, and with an open-door policy, Brewpack's brewers love having passionate, hands-on partners in the brewery. Thinking about craft contract brewing? Think Brewpack. And uh, yes, we thank Brewpack for not only making a whole lot of great craft beers possible, but also for making this podcast possible. There you go, Matt Tapper. Pete, um do you know what what do you reckon there's been there has been a bit of a chat will we uh, will we talk about it now or will we go into our mail mailbag music section. see what other people have said and then give our uh, feedback either or you choose we, we might do that lucky uh, what have you got for us this week <laughs> Thank you, Lucky. lucky. Uh, yes, there hasn't been too much uh, in, in the mailbag this week. Don't forget we do have the uh, the number, which I'll read to you in just a second. Um, fa- on, on the Facebook page, we've had a little bit of discussion about uh, Beer the Beautiful Truth. Um, Grant Williams, who, it's fair to say Grant often makes some punchy comments uh, on, on the sort of political aspects of, of beer. You don't, uh, you're not left guessing where, what, Grant, stands where Grant stands on issues, yeah. And he comes fun. out and says, I'm usually one of Lion's biggest critics, but educating people about beer not being as unhealthy as they've been led to believe is positive for the whole beer market. Pretty much the opposite of what CUB are doing with their new Pure Blonde campaign. Um, yeah, which is a nice little uh, um, summary of, of, of yeah, the situation. Much.
1: And presumably not coincidental timing, do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I reckon it is. I reckon I it's a little bit of coincidence. coincidence?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh they, they it would have taken a long time to pull this, uh, the advisory panel, uh, to, to get everything all together.
0: And organise, th- 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 this all started out, remember last year, as, as I wrote in the article I wrote about Pure Blonde, this all started because the industry was looking through the Brewers Association. We spoke to Danita Warren last week. They did start looking at if they could do it as a collaborative Brewers Association thing. Um, and that didn't happen for a number of reasons, including uh, they were weren't sure whether there might be some issues with them all, consu- you know, um, working together. You know, the A Triple C might get involved. Um, that was the official line. Whether or not it might have just been the kids couldn't play nicely in the pool in the sandbox. Yeah, in, in the same because they did have very differing points of view. CUB has the biggest uh, as the market leader for low carb beers. Yeah so it's probably not in their interests to you know undermine that in any way. And B's struggling a little bit has been struggling a little bit Lion is eating uh, CB's lunch a little bit elsewhere so it would make a little bit hard but uh yeah so prof- I mean anyway that that was uh grants um what were your thoughts on it? Uh yeah look I I thought it was terrific.
1: I mean Matt was very generous with his time obviously and uh and to I guess indulge us so early in the morning on the almost before the embargo was lifted mm. and to get it straight from him uh as we kind of jokingly set off here you know I said that whoever's got the printing contract with Lion has you know probably just put another couple of kids through private, private school they they'd be pretty happy um so and by that I mean you know only partly flippantly that it's a big commitment that they've made both um in the uh the essence of the Announcement and what they're trying to do but also in the you know it, it's not like it's a, well it's a free thing anyway like this is going to be a costly exercise as well so which I think indicates that they're pretty serious about um, the
0: message behind what we're trying to do here look and, and as I said in the interview you know that you need to work out is this a case of will the crocodile take the first man or the last man across the river um do you think do you think they'll be out on their own for very long? Will this lead to,
1: let's say, you know, a, a Coopers or CUB Sab Miller, or perhaps even some of the larger? To,
0: why wouldn't they've done it before? And I, 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 because we've been so busy, I haven't had a chance to dig back into the history books um, for some of the things. But it has been something that I believe the big brewers have resisted in the past. You know, citing the cost of labels and things like that, as they always do, and. You know, it's something that I wouldn't have thought they wanted to do. Um, Otherwise, they probably would have. Hmm. And, uh, you know, when you look at, I think from memory, it's 454 kilojoules in a... uh, Serving size. Serving size of... Stubby. Forex Gold. Yep. Um, If you look at that, and that sounds like a lot, and you've got nothing else to compare it to, you're not looking at any other competing blends. Does that that backfire on you? But if you go to the website and and would genuinely um, encourage everyone to go to the website and see it for themselves, but they do talk about you know eight thousand kilojoules a day is the average recommended, so four hundred fifty four. But that also that in itself creates any anyone who's vaguely mathematically inclined, if they're looking at almost five hundred kilojoules per beer, that means that you can have you know either if you don't eat anything you can have sixteen beers in a day, or you know if you have two. There's one eighth of my total kilojoules, and if I have it with a bacon sani or if I had you know something for breakfast, or I want to have a nice uh, you know dessert for dinner, you're you, you're running the ledger down, um, and that's something that you know it really could come back when you think that the big brewers businesses are based on not you having one or two beers. It's you know sitting down and having a six pack. It's a volume based business, and you know whilst there is a lot of talk, you know, even the craft brewers um, have come to realise that, you know, whilst they all wanted to, you know, got into the game, a lot of them got into the game to brew, you know, amazing IPAs, they're all bringing out beers that you can have two or three of, and some of them are even describing them as smashable, because they're saying that it's not necessarily always getting more people drinking beer, it's getting those that drink beer to have a couple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so if suddenly you're doing the maths in your head every time you have a beer, that could count against them, particularly when you've got pure blonde out there saying, well, we are X percent fewer kilojoules, you know, 80% fewer carbs. Um,
1: but look, without actually numerically quantifying. Without
0: that. numerically quantifying it as well, because they don't have it on. Um, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see. Um, so
1: it, it definitely interesting
0: times ahead. Very, and, and all props to um, Lion for doing it, because it is, you know, see uh, Lion, uh, Forex Gold is, depending on the time of the week and the time of the day, the biggest selling brand in Australia. Yep. You don't tinker with that, that sort of stuff lightly because you know, that's their cash cow. And you saw what happened when CUB started tinkering with um, VB all of those years ago. It's very hard to arrest that slide when it happened. So, yeah, all, all props. And also thanks to Matt Tapper for the um, you know, great chat. Um, and the, what, Let's face it was a quite ungodly hour. Yeah, certainly it certainly wasn't uh, allowing us three to day, enjoy the beers together. No, that's right. And three days into the echo, that was really <laughs> you, you might have actually somebody, uh, James Atkinson, our editor, listened to back to the editor, and he says he said to the interviewer, he said, "You you were sounding a little bit tired. I take it the echo has been a bit rough." You might hear it in my voice, uh, listeners, but. Um, now no we don't have any anything else in the mailbag there there were a couple of uh comments but I think uh, we'll just keep this one fairly short keep and sweet. Brief. We do have some like, second hand
1: feedback that we've received on uh, our interview Would with you teased with uh, so at Hajar, the start. uh which was a very interesting uh, and I've spoken with Maz uh in the meanwhile since then um and he was apart from yeah being a little bit upset and you, let's face it you really you don't want to upset and uh, you know someone who's, who's gone through the uh, Hezbollah-Israeli war uh, and come out of the He's scared not of scared him. of us. He's not scared of us, exactly. So yeah, not a man you want to you know, be on the wrong side of. So Mazan, consider yourself extra Jade. We'll put the, the second J in your surname. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure we, we rectify that immediately. And very much looking forward to, I guess, continuing that conversation at some time in the future. It, it's fair to say that... But did he get some his, feedback? His, is your yeah, it? yeah. Um, the feedback is uh, very positive. And I think some lines of communication, perhaps the conversation has begun, that uh, many have... Uh, how do we... You know... Uh, Many people have
0: have have have, have said probably saying that because I would have loved to have said that myself. exactly. and it, which is one of those funny things that you know sometimes the position that we take um, editorially on Bruce News it's not the most popular one, and it's certainly very hard to you know generate a business based on advertising, which we need to you know you and I would eventually like to draw some money from from the site without changing the, the reason why we started it. But when you're saying stuff that upsets some people, they tend not to want to advertise on your site. So we get that. And uh, you know, whenever I've gone out um, and written articles such as you know the uh, Great Northern, oh, the um, Byron Bay, Byron Bay Lager. Bar Lager or Crown Lager and those sorts of things, yep. whilst bridges people, and how to burn them. Yes, yes, one my, of your favourite articles. <laughs> yes, uh, th- those sorts of things. But some of the best emails you get start with. Don't quote me on this, but, but. <laughs> so people, you know, there, there a lot of people agree. There are a lot of people out there, and what we've tried to do, particularly with the the, the podcast, um, you know, you and I spend a lot of time pe- talking to people in the beer industry, at bars and things like that, you know, and having a chat when it's all very informal, and when people are very open, the conversation is fascinating, and you do hear a lot of you know some of the things that are the red button issues in the market. You know, people have strong views that they don't necessarily air because you know they don't want to be seen to be the outlier they don't want to be the outlier they don't want to upset anybody and it is hard it's a very tight-knit industry and you know for right rightly or wrongly sometimes we've uh, taken that on but yeah look and listeners, I i guess that's the other thing we uh you know maz has obviously had a few um you know emails or you know contact as a result um our mailbag's been a little bit empty um about how the interview went so you know we, we we do really want to, to hear from you and hear your points of view. Um you can uh phone us on, on the number O seven three zero four zero one five zero eight um and we'll play it on our next show. Send us an email and look we don't we don't necessarily like putting out unattributable comments. Um because we like to know the veracity of the comment rather than just being you know a, a, a drudge report or something like that where it just ends up being a bit of a shit sheet and we can everybody on anonymous feedback yep yep, but if you give us um you know if you give us a point of view and so say, "Look, I'd prefer not to have this credit, but you still use your name just so we can verify you know um, what it is we we're happy to do that as well because it is all part of the conversation so uh, yeah, so anyway, that number again oh seven three zero four zero one five zero eight editor uh, at bruisenews.com.au you can get us on Facebook yep, Twitter drop us a comment um, or just leave a comment in the show notes but apart from that nice short sweet uh, relatively short and sweet uh, what, that's a, just yeah, like a sample bag 15 minutes just like a sample bag and uh, well that's it done and dusted we'll get back to the show and then a little bit of recovery and uh, get back to you with a longer show. And we've got no idea yet who it'll be uh, next week. But listeners, thank you for joining us and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: I wonder if instead of uh, Roll Out the Barrel, a bit of Beer Barrel Polka or something, we could get some uh, like carnival music.
0: I actually have Beer Barrel Polka. The carnival edition. A carousel edition. There we go. So there we go, Lockie. Very echo.
1: out.